This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Tragedy Girls. Friends who slay together, stay together. Your name is Francis? Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. And we are without Brett today. Hotlanta as well. Yes, neither. Neither of them is here. Mostly because both of them have been very, very busy this week and they needed a break from us. Yeah, and we needed a break from them. Yes. <laughs> That's how Chris feels every episode, though. True. <laughs> About 20 minutes in. <laughs> Because <laughs> you guys don't get to see the video, but every, about to, by about twenty minutes in, look, look on Chris's face says, "Wait, why am I doing this again? <laughs> every week for years? <laughs> for years? One day you'll learn. Probably not. No. I mean, if you learned by now, I don't think you're you're gonna learn. No. So, tragedy girls is suggested by me. I got this uh, out of a horror pack uh, subscription a, a, what, a year or two ago. That's where I got it from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how does this movie start, Chris? Well, we start on a bridge. And does that bridge look like the bridge from the Nosferatu promos I saw when that was coming out? Kind of. Yeah. And and so like yeah, so there's a car parked in the middle of a bridge. It's a one-lane bridge. Yeah. So if you want to get the cops called on you, that's a good way. That's a good way. Yeah. <laughs> so but what's this car doing being parked there, Chris? Well, if the steamed up windows are any indication sex things. Ooh. Is Leonardo DiCaprio drawing someone like one of his French women? Uh, no. Oh. I mean, he might be. I'm not sure at the moment, but in this Just, film, no. Oh, okay. No, instead we have Negasonic Teenage Warhead making out with some doofus. Yeah. And uh, there's a spooky, scary noise. Ooh. Similar. And Negasonic, etc. <laughs> yeah, she's like, what was what was that? And the guy's like, oh, I don't hear anything. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, no, I think I heard something. He's like, no, I didn't hear anything. Let's, let's just keep making out. And she's like, okay, fine. Yeah. But then they hear it again. It's louder and closer. Yeah. So Negasonic's like, no, really, go go check that out. Yeah, like, yeah, go see what that is. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I heard you were a man, so why don't you go check that out? <laughs> yeah, basically is what I think that's literally what that's she literally said. what she says to him. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes checks it out, looks around the car, walks towards the, the bridge, mm-hmm. turns. Turns back towards the car, gets a face full of machete. Like you do. 
Yeah, like it goes like into his head a good like inch. Yeah. And uh turns out it's uh one of those serial killers you're always hearing about on the TV. Yeah. And uh Negasonic Teenage Warhead like runs off like you do. Mm-hmm. And she gets chased. Also, she, like doesn't, you like, do. she doesn't go like full tilt sprint. It's more of like I'm planning on running for a while, so I'm gonna like take a nice, you know, like a jog that I can maintain for a while. Yeah, she's pacing herself. Yeah. And then so she's running and running and running, guys following, 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 and he gets clotheslined by a wire. Yeah. Because it like, turns out her friend, Storm. Yep. <laughs> is waiting there to so they can ambush this guy. <laughs> yep. Because they've got a play and see. And then they, they take uh, one of those like handheld stun guns and like jab it at his neck and start and fire it. And he's like, and they're like, this thing isn't doing shit. <laughs> and I'm like, meanwhile, this guy sounds like he's in a lot of pain. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, fucking Amazon. <laughs> and then they jab again and because <laughs> he's got a mask on, see? Yeah. yeah. And they take him back to undisclosed industrial Shit. area yeah where uh they've got the serial killer all tied up and the uh the victim kind of just laid out on a table the man cause he's a man he's a man and they uh turns out Storm and Negasonic they're uh oh what's the word fangirls yeah of uh, the serial killer's work. Yeah. And they decided it's, like, it's senior year after all. And yeah. They, and, they, they, and they want to get some more, some more attention for their Twitter account at tragedy girls. Yeah. So they've abducted him so he could be the uh, Yoda. They say yes for them. And impart all of his serial killer wisdom onto them so they can kill people to have more content for their online presence. Yes. So we know we're working with two fully charged flashlights here. Oh, yeah. Totally reasonable people making reasonable choices. (laughs) A couple of psychopaths. That's who we're dealing with here. But, and uh, uh yeah, and so he's like, you know, fuck you, I'm not gonna tell you anything, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, Oh, like you got like what five kills now? And then like the guy on the table starts to move. And they're like, uh he's like, uh <laughs> and he's like, because you know, his face is cut in half. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, He'll be here anytime now. Just sh- just be quiet and just save your strength. <laughs> and then they smother his ass. Yeah. And they're like, well, I guess you got four kills now <laughs> to the serial killer. Yep. And they uh they hack him up and throw him in a barrel breaking bad style. Yeah. And they're like, do you know how many like stray animals we had to kill to to work out the proper ratio of water to lie for this? And they uh and- they chloroform the serial killer because mm-hmm. now they're just gonna keep him around. So that way they've got a scapegoat, a patsy, if you will. Yeah, they they want to do the murders, the murderly erdlers, and uh, and then pin it on, pin them on him when the time comes. Yeah. So, uh, 
the next day, after putting the murderer in his murderer pen. The murderly earlier, Chris. Yes, quite. They go to school, and they're talking to everybody, you know, hey, did you hear about the gruesome murder? Yeah, like, oh, like Craig, like... Oh, no. Oh, we forgot one of the best lines of the movie, though, when uh, they're trying, like, you know how long, to the, to the murderly Erdler guy, they're trying to ask him, they're asking, like, do you know how long we've been trying to, like, get a hold of you? Like, do you know, like, how many hand jobs this girl has given? <laughs> like, at least 30. <laughs> yeah, that's trying seems to fi- like trying a to lot. Find, <laughs> trying to get, trying to be there when he attacks someone and kills them. <laughs> Uh, I, I always laugh at that line because like, do you have any hand jobs she had to give? <laughs> like, had to? Well, I mean. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and so, yeah, but then, like, so Craig, I think, was this guy's actual name. And they're like, oh, like, Craig, do you know anybody, does anybody know what's happened to Craig? Like, he just, like, he was texting me. Then he just stopped. Like, I haven't heard anything from him. He's not at school today. Like, trying to basically drum up interest as to where the fuck this guy is. And they're, uh, they try to get people to go to their website, I guess is what it is. It's, uh, they call it a blog occasionally. It's unclear. Yeah. It's a Twitter account, blog website, apparently. And uh, it's a, it's a social media network in, unto itself. Yeah. And the sheriff shows up at school, but he just says that it, he's a runaway. Yeah. Like all signs put them being a runaway and they're like, What? <laughs> Wait, there's no signs of foul play? <laughs> and yeah. they realize that they cleaned up after themselves too well. So they, uh, so. they realize that now they're going to have to drum up some more uh, interest. Yeah. So they pick and, uh, Storm's ex. Yes, PETA. Because he... First, they try to get him to uh, just shout him out because he has more uh, Instagram followers than they do. Yes. Yeah, he has like 15,000. But he's not willing to play ball. Nope. And so they um, they realize they know that he likes to work on his bike at, you know, in the evening and then go for a ride down Connor Road to, you know, clear his head. And uh, so while he's working on his bike, uh, Storm calls him and does the whole like heavy breathing thing into the phone, and he's like, "Sharon, Melissa, <laughs> Beverly, Francine." Like he just like starts going through all these names, and then finally hits on uh, Storm. I think she's number, and then uh, and then a secure text comes through with a picture of a bloody uh, letter jacket, which is presumably Craig's. And he decides he then needs to go clear his go for a drive and clear his head or go for a ride on his hog and clear his head. Yeah. And of course, of course, Storm's like, I was number four. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck him. (laughs) So, yeah, they they, they put on a fucking like uh, uh, one of those strips, uh, spike strips. strips. Yeah. (laughs) Put a fucking stop strip out on the road. And then uh, Storm chases him with a car to to keep him going fast and not paying attention to the road ahead of him. And he hits that and like goes flying into a ditch. And I mean, flying into a ditch. Yeah. And a uh, Negasonic records it. Mm-hmm. 
So they can, you know, watch it. Yeah. But he doesn't die. He's just real fucked up. <laughs> yeah, like his back's broken or something. Like he can't walk. His leg's all jacked. <laughs> and so they're going to have to kill him. Yeah. So they stab him in the abdomen a few times. Yeah. Negasonic uh, is doing a poor job. Yeah. And so Storm is like, no, no, no. Here, give me the knife. And I'll stab him. And so she stabs him like in the chest. And that still doesn't kill him. And then a car stops because they see he sees like a Storm's car parked on the side of the road. So he's checking not to see if there's anybody needs help. And Negasonic's like, oh, no, no. I just had some car trouble. He's like, well, little lady, would you like me to... uh to help you out with that. And she's like, no, I, I, I'm good. I can change a tire. I'm good with my hands and tires. But yeah. she realizes that telling an old guy that she's good with her hands probably like sends him down a mental path. She didn't want him to go down. Yeah. And in a nice change of pace for a horror movie, the guy really just wants to help her. He's not being some creepy sex pervert at least. No, nah, no. Nah, he's like, oh, okay, well have a good night then. And drives off. <laughs> yeah. But there is like, at one point though, you, uh, Storm must have stabbed Peta again because he's like, "What was that noise?" <laughs> she's like, "Oh, my friend's just frustrated that she can't get cell service or something." I forget what she says, but basically, just passes that scream off as something else. Yeah, <laughs> other than someone being stabbed to death. <laughs> and uh, so Negasonic heads back to see how everything's going. Meanwhile, Storm has decided to make out with him one last time. <laughs> well, you know, one kiss before before you die. And they uh, they show up at the school the next day. Well, do they? I forget how they do. How do they actually kill him? Does he? Did they just finally stab him to death, or do they kill him some other way? I don't remember. No, it was just the multiple stab wounds. Oh, okay. He finally just gives up. Yeah, his body finally just craps out on him. Yeah, and the uh, the news media is at school, and they're trying to talk to the reporter lady about the new murder. So they can get on TV. And, uh, and she's the, just blowing them off. No, no, it's like we no, we're here about, to do a story about teen driving safety. That's way more important. <laughs> yeah, because this was also ruled an accident because apparently yeah. motorcycle crashes often result in several stab wounds to the abdomen. I think, I think it was ruled a suicide. Oh, we, we have not mentioned one character yet, though, Chris. That's true. The guy who does the videos for the Tragedy Girls, it's fucking Dewey from The Boys. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks about twice as old as everyone, every other student in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> High schooler who looks like he's every bit of 27 years old. Or 30. <laughs> yeah. But he uh, he edits their videos for him. Because he's totally like crushing on uh, Negasonic. Yeah. And in fairness, she's crushing back a little bit. Yeah, she's interested. And uh, but Storm's having none of that. She's like, I don't get that at all. Yeah. So they're uh, rebuffed by the news media. Yep. And they're like, man, maybe, maybe we gotta we gotta try something new. Yeah. Well, and they're and they're cheerleaders. Yes, and also the on the prom head of the prom committee, like president and vice president of the prom committee. Yeah, so so they're like all up in like the social scene of this high school, and uh, 
but the the head cheerleader chick uh like makes fun of uh storm shoes because they're not the regulation footwear for the cheerleaders and uh and then they get so they get pissed off at her and they're like well she is going to be our next victim and they see her little like tiny lending library model that she built for like a school project that's going to be like submitted to some state competition and when no one's looking they bust it up yeah well in fairness i don't think it was the shoes i think it was because at the oh, prom yeah, committee she tried to cancel the prom yes they want to cancel the prom in you know in memory of uh craig and Peta, and they're like no we must have prom prom is the best why would we not have prom yeah we so, should honor them with prom and not honor them by not having prom. But they do so, smash up her Lending library. Yep. Where, how do they describe it? They're, they're like places where uh, people put copies of Twilight and old people use them. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know how old people love Twilight. Yeah, actually, Chris, yes. The middle-aged white women apparently worthy demographic for twilight that and like tween girls those were the two demographics for twilight as far as i could tell well fair enough i often forget i'm old now yes also not a woman fair enough so uh she stays late the cheerleader girl to fix her library to, to rebuild to build a new one basically yeah and it's kind of fun though to like just they just have like eh this this high school chick's just using fucking power tools and you know like a fucking jigsaw and like table saw and shit to make a to make a wood project like with you know it's not something you see in every movie. <laughs> the head cheerleader usually doesn't like fucking make make shit in shop class. Yeah. And uh she's there with her minion for lack of a better term right who like has no name and i think says almost nothing in the movie but is just in half of the school scenes yeah so which, there's there's which, that which is yeah it's great i like her just because she's like she's always there and you're just like and then she'll she'll do something funny every now and then too which is always good yeah so she uh she tells her to leave because she's causing more harm than good Yes, but apparently neither of them knows how to put fucking shingles on a house. Yeah. Because they're, like, working from the top down. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and so instead of, you know, putting, like, a row of shingles along the bottom and then, like, just doing them row by row up from there, overlapping them, they're just trying to glue them on randomly, apparently. Well, <laughs> I don't you, know. You think she would know how to do it since she built it the first time. Right? <laughs> But yeah, no. So she sends her minion home because her minion is fucking it up. Yeah. And she's just going to do it. She's going to do it herself. And so now it's just her and the janitor. Right. Who, who is fucking too many cooks. Yeah. Which I thought was hilarious. Yes. And just to clarify that statement, he was not having intercourse with uh, an inordinate amount of uh, chefs. He he was the killer guy from the too many cooks sketch. Yeah. A classic. Yes, which if you have not seen, you should totally see. Yeah. Just just stick with it. It goes places. 
Yes. <laughs> it, it takes you on a journey. That's for certain. Uh, and, but, and also apparently though, she has permission from Mr. Wan to stay there. Yeah. So apparently James Wan is the shop teacher. <laughs> Should we also point out that, uh, Negasonic's character's last name is Cunningham and, uh, Storm's last name is Hooper. Yeah. So like they had to do the, the, the name drops. Well, yeah, they name drop martyrs. Yeah, they, and uh, Argento gets mentioned. Um, and also, apparently, this next bit is uh, reminiscent of someone as well. Uh, but I'm not familiar with his work. Um, but they're, um, So she's working on her house, and then the lights cut out. All the power to the shop gets cut off. Yeah. And so she's, like, trying random switches on the wall. There's one button that causes a fucking, like, uh, chain to move. Like chain pulley to move and and so you know Chekhov's chain pulley. If you've seen Hellraiser Hellworld, you know where this somewhere close to where this is going. Yeah. Um. One of the switches turns on the fucking table saw, which I'm pretty sure is not how table saws work. <laughs> this seems like a wildly inefficient design, but <laughs> there's also no safety guard on that ta- on that table saw. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you think in a school, especially. Yeah. Ours did. Like I went to fucking Podunk, Iowa school, which literally high, the high school was fewer than two hundred people, and uh, our table saw definitely had safety guards on it. Um, what else? Uh, and then so she finally finds the lights, and she turns around, and there's someone in a black hoodie with a fucking like white Jabberwocky mask, and. Uh, then she turns back the other way. There, oh, there's another one, and they uh, they do a whole like little like head tilting pantomime thing at her, and this is apparently like I think it's Jean Hollis is a it's a reference to one of his movies. I don't know who Jean Hollis is, but uh, I looked it up. Something like the 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 movie title has like New York in it, um, but it's about two girls and these two girls like wearing these white masks. But I like to think it was like the Jabberwocky dance group from some like TV shows I've seen. And um, uh, but her shoes betray them. Yeah, because uh, Storm is still wearing the same shoes, and she's like Storm, and they're like, "Ah, oh, fuck." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they're like, do we keep doing the whole pantomime thing now, or is it is it done? Like, I like, what do we do? And they start arguing. And uh, uh, the trailer chick like backs into the button that turns on the chain, right? Well, they yeah they they give chase. She backs into the chain button, which wraps around her leg, and then jerks her up, and then flings her into the table saw blade, all yeah, Final Destination first. style. <laughs> yeah, when they literally call out Final Destination, when that happens. So they're and they're like. And fuck. they're like, oh, fuck, they're going to think this is a suicide again or something or an accident. This like, is... how do we make this look like it's not an accident? Yeah, so they decide to just hack her to pieces and literally just throw body parts around. Yeah, and like, they put, like, the, the head on some kind of spinning thing. I don't know if it was, like, a pottery wheel or what. Uh, or maybe it's, like, it spins to spray things evenly, uh, like, you know, like, auto parts. I don't know. But... In the middle of this, the janitor walks in. Too many cooks walks in, grabs the whistling to himself, grabs the trash, 
dumps it in the trash can. They're just standing there, like, looking at him because their faces are uncovered. They've got dismembered body parts in their hands. And he doesn't pay them a single bit of attention and, like, turns the light off and walks out. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, there's no denying this is a homicide. It's a murderly erdler. So the cops are there the next day. Oh, because Dewey's dad is the sheriff. Yes. Yeah. And uh, everybody's starting to pay attention to the uh, final or the Tragedy Girls blog now because they've been right about everything. Yeah. So they're they're the new hot thing. And uh, then they get called to the principal's office. Yeah, because the sheriff doesn't like them meddling in the investigation. Yeah. Like, he doesn't call them Nancy Drew, which kind of makes me sad. But uh, basically, is like, yeah, like, stop, like, fucking around with this shit. Like, this is real police business. Like, it's none of yours. Yeah. The last it, thing we need is, you know, whipping the entire town into a fucking frenzy. <laughs> but it falls yeah. on deaf ears. Right. And they have a uh, and they have a memorial for her for uh, for head cheerleader girl. And uh, they thank Dewey for doing the uh, the video. But then Big Al steps up. Big Al. Yeah. Craig Robinson. (laughs) Yeah. You know, Big Al. He's been a fireman for the last eight years. Fire marshal two. Still yeah. holds the all the all time record for handball, eighty seven, eighty eight. Eighty nine in this very gym. Yeah. <laughs> and uh he gives yeah, so he gives some kind of like, we're gonna find out who did this and blah 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 speech. And then uh the uh is she the history uh, the, the the only teacher they ever show. Yeah. Uh Mrs. Grant, I think her name is. Uh, ask him if he can come uh, check out her fire alarm for her. Yeah. Wink, nudge. Yeah. And so they're they're spying on uh, Big Al because they think Big Al makes will make a good next target. And well, they see he, him leave her house. It's because he uh, he interrupted their speech. They're getting ready to plug the oh the website. Yeah. And then he and the, he stole the mic. Yeah, he went all Conway yeah Conway on them. Yeah. Excuse me for just a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and uh so they they follow him and see that he hooks up with uh with Mrs. Grant and then they see that he goes to the gym, so they have an idea of uh poisoning him at the gym. Yeah. So, but while they're uh getting the poison ready, the serial killer, who, by the way, is still locked in his serial killer pen. Yeah, they just, but they have it like streaming on Periscope or something, so they can check on him. Yeah, and every, it, you still see like likes and loves go across the screen, <laughs> like every time they look at him. So someone, like other people, are just watching him sitting there tied to a chair, apparently. Well, yeah, and there's like and or love it from the looks of things. Yeah. <laughs> and uh. He takes this opportunity to try to seed some uh, conflict in the group. Yeah. And he tells Storm that, you know, she's the real, the real one. She's the real deal like him. 
old yeah. uh, Negasonic. She's all full of schemes and plans, and and she's already always ordering you around and doesn't listen to your ideas and blah blah blah. Yeah, she will betray you before this is over. Right. And but Storm just mocks him. Yeah, before the cock crows three times, she will betray you. Yeah. But Storm's like, nah, man, she's my BFF. She'd never do that. You're just a big, dumb idiot. Big, dumb, dummy head. Yeah. And I mean, in fairness, two teenage girls did abduct him and lock him in a place. So, I mean. Yeah. And I don't know what they're feeding him or how they're letting him go to the bathroom. Uh, I think it's dog food and in that chair, probably. <laughs> I think it actually is dog food. I think they actually mentioned that at one point. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, Storm's having none of that, but, you know, the seed of doubt has been planted. So they, uh, they head to the gym. Yep. So they can poison him. And the plan is to send Storm in to seduce him long enough to poison his water. Yeah, and then get him to drink it. Yeah. To get him thirsty, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird because she's 17. Yeah. Yeah. And as all this is happening, Dewey has uh, taken it upon himself to go to the sheriff's office where his dad is to say, hey, you know, maybe you should actually pay attention to what they're saying because it seems like they might be onto something. But before they can have a talk, his dad gets called off on official sheriff business. And he takes the opportunity to steal a bunch of uh, classified police files. Yeah, like you do. Which I, I imagine is a felony. Probably. And uh, then we're back at the gym. And it, But he also like texts... Uh, Negasonic and says, "Hey, I need. I'm going to be at your house in 30 minutes." Yeah, and she's like, "Fuck, fuck, 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 fuck," because <laughs> we didn't have a time limit when we went in. Oh, and the safe word for a uh, storm if she needs to be extracted from the gym is torso. Yeah, <laughs> which I thought was great. It's just like a goofy word. I don't know why torso is a funny word. So uh, back at the gym, Storm has. Almost sealed the deal when Negasonic shows up, causes a distraction to get Big Al out of there. Tries to say, hey, you know, we got to go. Time, Time's up. We got to, we got to, I don't know, kill him, I guess. Bounce. Yeah. So uh, these two little teenage girls try to jump him. <laughs> which is pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, it, it goes about as well as you would expect. Yeah. Uh, Negasonic tries to hit him with like a... Like a... A weight... Like a dumb, a yeah, weight like a bar. Just a bar. That doesn't work. They huck oh, some yeah. weights at him. Some dumbbells. Uh, Storm finally jumps on his back and tries to choke him, I guess. None of which works particularly well. No. Uh, Big Al is going to straight up murder Negasonic. Murderly Erdler. 
and has got her pinned down and is just choking her. Presumably to death. Yes. But then uh, he gets stabbed by a knife. I don't know where it came from exactly. Uh, probably the same place that uh, Duncan McLeod's sword comes from. Ah, pocket dimension. Yes, hammer space. And uh, he stumbles back, falls onto the weight bench. They pull the uh, like weight bench safety off of the barbell. Yeah, yeah, because you know, the bar, it's you know, it's so that like you know the bar, the bar stops going down, so you don't injure yourself. Yeah, and, and it, it uh, slams into his forehead. And through his forehead and the rest of his head to the bench. Yeah, it's uh, it's gross. It's real good. Yeah. And then they uh, fuck off on out of there. Yeah. And uh, Negasonic makes it home just in time. Dewey shows up, shows her all the cool documents he stole from his dad because he's sweet on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that that's it. I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, and then the next day, the next day, uh, I don't remember what happens at school, if anything, but I know it. That night they have a vigil. Well, they they jump straight to the uh, the town hall meeting. Oh yeah, town hall meeting with uh, Keiko, the mayor. Yeah, Keiko O'Brien. That's what and- it was. I couldn't fucking place it when I was watching it. <laughs> yes, Keiko O'Brien. And uh yeah, her voice. Every time I hear her voice, I'm just like, I know who that is. <laughs> she looks more and more like as she gets old, she ages the same way my aunt aged at at that age cuz uh my aunt was a uh, just uh Chinese national. So, but it was just funny cuz they like I was like, holy shit, like they look almost the same now. <laughs> And they're uh, they're trying to calm everybody down in wake of the uh, Big Al incident. Mm-hmm. And as they're uh, trying to calm everybody down, Storm Negasonic. I thought it was Negasonic. Is it Storm? Storm triggers the uh, secret second phone. Oh yeah, which causes a picture of the smushed head of Big Al to be texted to everybody's phone yeah it's a it's a big uh air is it airdrop is that the apple thing i guess that's what they're doing i'm not 100 percent sure what movie magic yeah i don't know i don't use apple that. products so i've never gotten an airdrop but uh dewey caesar do it and he's all hmm curious hmm yes curiouser and curiouser but uh they use the opportunity to get the crowd worked up. Yeah, Negasonic Sonic starts chanting, "Remember Big Al, remember Big Al." And like, as the sheriff is trying to calm everyone down, they're firing everyone else up, and then the mayor sees the way that the wind is blowing. Yeah, and starts chanting along with it. <laughs> A classic politician move. Yep. And then they uh, start marching down the street. Because they're going to storm City Hall? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure 
who they're protesting or where they're going. I mean, maybe they're just going to go attack the Capitol. I mean, that's the other option. I mean, at that point, everybody is on board, but the sheriff. Who are they? Right. Who are they protesting? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just trying to fire up the rest of the town. And the sheriff's not even saying there's no murders at this point. The sheriff's just like, fucking stop being an unruly mob. Like, <laughs> I believe you mean murderly earthlers, Chris. Fair enough. <laughs> so they're uh, marching to unspecified location. Mm-hmm. And uh, as all this is happening, the murderer, serial murderer. killer, he escapes his pen. Yes. And, uh, you know, presumably is out for sweet, sweet revenge. Right. And as they're marching, is it the mayor? Yes. They find the mayor impaled vertically on a flagpole. Like, with it coming out of her mouth. Yeah. And And the girls are like, I didn't do that. Did you do that? Like, no, I didn't do that. <laughs> no, no. You didn't do that? <laughs> they check Periscope and they see that uh, the serial killer has escaped. Right. And there's no more likes or loves going on either. So that's probably another thing, another indication. Yeah. So they're like, well, shit. Now they're, uh, they're worried. They go to school the next day. And at this point, they are hounded pretty much constantly after the uh, uprising at the meeting. They are now the hottest shit. Yeah, everybody wants selfies with them and news media is at the school and at their houses. And they're loving it. Loving it. Except for they still are a little freaked out because they, they see who they believe is the serial killer there. At the school. Yeah, he he shows up every now and then to kind of just lurk ominously. Yeah. And they both go to the sheriff to be like, hey, uh, why don't you help us out? We're pretty sure the guy's stalking us. And he's like, yeah, I'd love to. But it turns out uh, somebody has whipped the entire town into a goddamn frenzy. So uh, I have a lot of shit I have to do with cops right now. Sorry. Yeah, I have 110% of my force out looking for murderers or murderers right now. Yeah, there was some kind of crazy march that happened last night. Maybe you, maybe you heard of it. Yeah, maybe. And maybe the mayor was killed. Yeah. During so it. Weird. And uh, at this point, Storm realizes that the secret second phone is gone. Right. Because, uh, well, I guess I skipped the thing. You did. I did. Bad Chris. They go to tell Dewey that, uh, they want a new video and Dewey's like, nah, I'm out. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. This is, this is scary and bad. Uh, Storm takes it incredibly poorly and makes fun of his dead mom, you know, cool. Yep. And uh, he takes the opportunity to steal the secret second phone while they're distracted. Mm-hmm. 
and he cracks it using his elite his elite high school skills. Yeah. Well, he's been in high school for 20 years, apparently, so. <laughs> That's true. He looks so fucking old. So, uh, Storm realizes the secret second phone is gone. Oh, and also, Dewey broke in somewhere and, like, found, like, uh, Storm's, like, records. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be the school. Okay. I think. I don't know. It's unclear. It was either school or therapist. Yeah, wherever. But we've seen no sign of a therapist, so I'm not sure it would be her that. Well, you'd think they would keep confidential student records someplace that isn't, you know, just behind a desk in reception, but. I'm not sure our mine were kept anywhere safer than that (laughs) in high school. Fair enough. So the, I'm also not sure what would be in them other than like my grades. Well, at this school, they're chock full of psych evaluations, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't actually have any disciplinary actions against me at all in school. So, because I was a little goody two shoes. Storm, though, has now realized Secret Second Phone's gone. Says it had to be Dewey. Nobody else had the opportunity. Right. The means, method, or motive. Yeah. So she says she'll go take him out. But Negasonic's like, nah. He's my crush. I'll, I'll handle this business. So she goes over to his house to use her feminine wiles to get his guard down. Mm Mm-hmm. But then, uh, so she, uh, gets him up in his room. She's, he's expositing all the information he has. Yes. He is just blowing information everywhere in the scene. Yeah. It happened real fast. I mean. Yeah. A premature expositor, really. And, uh, he, that's when he lays it all on the line. He thinks that. Storm is in leagues with the murderer somehow. Murderly earlier. You know, because of secret second phone and confidential records he stole for the second time. Yeah. He likes to steal confidential records. He's got a problem. Yeah. But he and he doesn't want anything to happen to Negasonic, so she should just distance herself. And then he makes his heartfelt Admission of love. Yep. And then doesn't they? They have a little makeout. Ooh. Yeah, there's like, like for being a horror movie, there is not a lot of like, like sexual content of any kind in this movie, which is probably good because they're supposed to be high schoolers. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, and it's just kind of funny because you're just used to like, oh, you know, like. Friday the 13th. Everyone's just fucking everywhere. <laughs> yeah, let's all do drugs and have intercourse. <laughs> yep, not so much here. It's more like, let's just kill people. That's fun. And uh, as all this is happening, 
Storm out in the car who's kind of keeping watch because Negasonic is bugged or something, has some sort of microphone on her. Yeah, or probably just has her phone on and can and has called Yeah. Uh Storm and then just has it on speaker. But she sees the serial killer making his way into the house. And he uh he's heading upstairs. Storm busts out a window to wake up Sheriff Dad, who was asleep on the couch. Yeah. Dewey gets hacked in the shoulder arm area by a machete from Serial Killer. Yep. Uh, Negasonic bashes him with some sort of cheap table. <laughs> it's Ikea for certain. Uh, runs off with the Serial Killer and Chase. Sheriff Dad, who has now uh, got his piece out, Fires at him a couple of times, so he jumps out the window. Serial killer, not Sheriff Dad. Mm -hmm. Correct. And, uh... Sheriff runs to the window, and there's no one there on the ground. Yeah, presumably a Halloween pull. Yes. 100%. And, uh... Sheriff guy's like, what the hell are you doing here, Negasonic? And, uh, Dewey's like, nah, she saved my life, Pop. And he's all like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah. I don't know. Why would there be a girl in your son's bedroom? Yeah. Really? You're, 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 <laughs> I quote, mean, senior your high school your 28 son. 28-year-old son. Yeah. <laughs> has a 17-year-old girl in his bedroom. What could possibly be going on? Yeah, I mean... It was the wrong kind of upset for that scenario. <laughs> yeah, Oh, well, we don't know what the age of consent was in unnamed Midwestern state. <laughs> I guess that's true. So, uh, for her bravery, she's awarded commendation of some sort. Yeah, like key to the city or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, she's given a little speech and, uh, but she doesn't give props to the tragedy girl. She just gives props to herself. Yeah. Which upsets Storm. Because right. the prophecy has been fulfilled. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we enter some, like, it's a montage of her being normal and hanging out with Dewey and stuff. And Storm being bitter. Yeah. It, and it all comes to a head when they're making stars for the prom. Where they get in a big fight about how, uh, you know, ever since Dewey got in the picture, Negasonic, she doesn't have her eyes on the prize anymore. No. And that she's forgotten what the whole point of this was, you know. To kill people. Yeah. You know, because Storm still needs this. Yeah. She doesn't have a Dewey. So. That's all she's got. Yeah. So, you know, she needs you to be in the with her 100%. Yeah, but she's not. No. Not so much. So they have a big fight. 
and then it's prom night. Yeah. And Dewey and Negasonic go to prom like you do. Like you do. And then Storm gets in her, the limo for to go to prom. She's going stag though, right? Yeah. Solo. She's going solo. But she gets into the limo and she's like, take me to prom. And the driver's like, okay, lady. And it is the serial killer. And she's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so they are now in league. So uh, we're at the prom now. Um, it's lame because it's prom. Yep. Uh, it's Titanic themed, which I thought was fucking funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like a night to remember and then a picture of the Titanic sinking. I don't know. That's funny to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, this movie has a sense of humor. And, uh, old, uh, Negasonic and Dewey are voted king and queen of prom. Of course. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's cool, I guess. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and meanwhile, like, the the, the serial killer and uh, Storm are just sneaking around the yeah. school. They're, like, in the, the theater. Well, they catch, back- uh, they catch the one teacher in the school. Oh, yeah, Miss Grant. Outside. Yeah. The lady with the faulty fire alarm. Yeah. And they, uh, you know, kill her. Yeah. Like you do. And they do. Yeah, because, like, the, the teacher goes out there and catches, like, a couple making out and sends them back inside. But then she's smoking. And, of course, uh, Storm has to make a quip about, you know, smoking, killing you. Yeah. And something about Big Al well, should have taught you better or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then she gets stabbed against the door. She's trying to get in. Yeah. And uh, inside, Negasonic gets a text that's dead teacher Mm -hmm. from Storm, who's, you know, like, best night ever or whatever. (laughs) And then she sees Storm in the crowd, and she runs off, so she chases after her. Dewey, who was distracted by some nerdlinger guy, sees her run off. And then gives chase. They end up in the the drama props area. Yeah. And uh, Storm busts out her mask. Because, you know, all, all serial killers got to have a mask. Yeah, it's like a fluorescent pink thing. Yeah. Or, or green. One of them's green, one's pink. I, don't I think which hers is pink and Negasonic's is green, I think. Yeah. Okay. But, uh... And that's when she's like... Hey, you know, we're both, we're, we used to be on the same page. You got soft. So now I got my new buddy here and we're going to do the thing. And that's when serial killer shows up. And then, uh, Dewey swoops in to makes the save and they take off up a ladder. Yeah. To the catwalk. Yeah. On the catwalk. They do, a little, they do a little turn on the catwalk. Yeah. And, uh... Serial Killer tries to go after Negasonic, and Storm's like, I done told you. She's off limits, you know. Do whatever you want to anybody else, but not her. 
But he's, you know, I guess he's a little mad from the lock me in a room, feed me dog food for days, if not weeks thing. Stun gun me like 400 times. Yeah. Not mad at Storm for all that, mind you. No. Just Negasonic, because she was the brains of the outfit, I guess. That's right. But, uh, so he's going after her still. Storm ain't having it, so she puts one right in his head. Yep. With a gun. Yes, not with her finger. If that wasn't clear. Yeah, I don't know how else you would put put one in someone's head, Chris. I don't know, man. I'm sure Hotlanta would have words about this, but... I don't know what they call it in Canada. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How do you, what is, what's Canadian for capping someone's ass? (laughs) Yeah. How do you say that in Canada? You guys allowed to have guns? I don't know how anything works. Yeah. My dad shot guns in Canada because he's gone like goose hunting up there before. Fair enough. But maybe they just have like a, a carve out in the laws for Americans because they like they don't know what's gonna happen if you try to separate Americans from their guns. Well, as an American, I can say nothing good normally. <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy though if like countries had laws like no one's allowed to have a gun unless I guess it's an American because God forbid you try to separate an American from their gun. <laughs> yeah. Just take the one you can see, let them have their probable two or three other ones. Uh, and uh, yeah and so but at some point I don't know how they get into the conversation but they have a conversation about Dewey's mother yeah because it turns out that Dewey's mother was killed by one or both of them because she was taking them home from dance practice and they thought it'd be cool to kill her? Yeah, I think it was both of them. And I guess they just kind of garroted her while she was driving is the implication. Because she quote-unquote died in a car accident. Yeah. What they've always said the rest of the movie. Yeah. But this is where we learned that by died in a car accident they mean died and then there was a car accident. Yes. And presumably her head got cut off in during the accident is what everyone thought. Yeah. Because, I mean, shit like that happens in car accidents. True. Uh, Dewey and I, doesn't seem to be taking it well, though. Nope. So they uh, put a noose around Dewey's, Dewey's head and then kick him off the, the loft. Yeah. And then uh, Negasonic throws her mask on. Yep. Because I guess this was the plan the whole time, he says, unsure. Yeah. And then they, uh, they light some crepe paper on fire, send a text to everybody showing the doors are locked from the outside at the gym. Yep. And, uh, you know, just burn a bunch of kids alive. Yeah, I mean, it's like a carry thing without the telekinesis. Yeah. And the bucket of blood. And nobody's saying they're all going to laugh at you. No, sadly. And uh, they have gained brand new heights in fame thanks to their survival. 
Yes, the girls who survived. Yeah. So now they're social media darlings. They have a book coming out? Yeah, they're going to go on a book tour. And they've been accepted into college or university, a nice university. Yeah, I'm sure it's in state. Well, it's probably like Ivy League. Ooh. Ooh. And uh, they're off to, I assume, kill more people. But in in a college setting. Yeah. And they drive off into the sunset with their arms out the window, doing that thing like where if you move your hand up and down, it makes your whole arm wave from the force of the air blowing by, which I just thought was fun because that would be shit I would do. (laughs) Which maybe means I'm a serial killer. I don't know. I guess it depends if you've killed people. Uh, well, in that case, no. I guess yeah. I'm not. I think okay, that's, that's, one of, that's one of the prerequisites, I believe. I mean, I took that BuzzFeed quiz, Are You a Serial Killer? And never once did they ask me if I had killed anyone. So I'm not sure if that's, that's... One, of the, one of the things you need to ask. I guess that's true. If you can't trust a BuzzFeed quiz, then what are we even doing? I don't know. <laughs> but that's Tragedy Girls. Yay! What did you think of the movie, Chris? You know, it's all right. It's uh it's what you would call a dark comedy, I believe. It you can tell that the people who made it like like horror movies, which is always good if you're making something like this, kind of a comedy satire kind of a thing. Yeah, but it's not sneering. Yeah. It's it's got some some pretty big like scream vibes in the way they handle the the whole idea. Uh the the story seems like it kind of doesn't know what to do by the end. They had a real strong first two acts, and by the time the third act rolls around, they're like, uh-oh, uh-uh-uh. Uh, they killed his mom. Uh, now everything's on fire. <laughs> um, all the actors are totally, totally fine. They range from doing good to totally serviceable. It's kind of fun, just the people they have in here. It seems like every scene you see a new person, you're like, Hey, it's that guy from that thing I saw. Yeah. Hey, it's that lady from the other one. The the kills, while there aren't a ton of them, when they do it, they go all in on it. They're sufficiently splattery and gross looking. And it's just a... It's just a goofy little movie. I mean, it's not... It's not going to change the world, but I think it's worth a watch. If you're wanting something a little, a little lighter, something a little, a little goofy. It has just the right amount of references to stuff to let you know that the people who made it at least read a Wikipedia page beforehand about horror <laughs> tropes in movies. I mean... Yeah, I say I say give it a go. I've seen way worse for sure. What do you think, Troy? 
Well, I suggested it because I liked it. Um, it's kind of refreshing. You know, you watch enough horror movies, you're kind of like, okay, so here's point A, point you know, You sometimes it gets kind of paint by numbers. And all you're like, okay, well, is this going to have any interesting kills at this point? Because the story is not going to be interesting at all. And the characters aren't that interesting. Um, I think they do a good job making the characters interesting in this. Um, both Negasonic and Storm uh, are fun. They're a good unit. They don't have a whole lot of individual personality, really. But they have a good like team personality. Um, I like that they're just a pair of fucking psychopaths, but apparently their home life is perfectly normal. Like, uh, Storm's parents are very, you know, very supportive and encouraging and like, hey, you know, welcome her home and, you know, make sure she, you know, ask her why she's, you know, why she's out late, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, uh, Negasonic just has her dad, but he seems like a nice guy. She helps him out. Um, he doesn't like get on her case about anything like they seem to be normal people, which I like because it's not the whole like uh, fucking Rob Zombie. Like, oh, my mom's a stripper. And my mom's boyfriend's raped me. And that's why I'm a psychopath now. It's just like, nope, these girls are just both fucked. And that's the way it is. Um, and, you know, because they're both living like the suburban lifestyle with nice suburban parents. But they're both fucking like Patrick Bateman on the inside, which is kind of cool. Um they did kind of have like American Psycho vibes to this, which I really enjoyed. Uh, especially, they kind of they kind of had like a vaporwave uh, aesthetic to it, which kind of fit into that I, the the whole American Psycho vibe. I think. Um, what else did I like about this movie? Um, yeah, like the satire is good. I think the fact that Dewey just looks so fucking old for a high school student is probably intentional, because like, there's no way they would pay that much attention to everything else and then let that slip. So I'm going to, I'm going to say that that was, they're just making fun of the fact that like most horror movie teenagers are like in their thirties uh, by getting a dude who just looks like he's in his fucking thirties to play this guy character. Um, yeah, I think this movie is great. It's great fun. Um, it's again, it's not high art. It's got it, the, the effects are practical, which I enjoy. Uh, not a lot of obvious CGI anywhere, uh, which is good because um, either it's not there or it just looks so good that you can't tell. And I'm fine with CGI that is so good. I can't tell. Um, but I guess that's all I have to say about it. I'd say watch it. I think it's good. What are we watching next week, Chris? We are watching Housewife as recommended to us by W Act. Yay. I'm not I don't sure anything about it. What it is. Yeah, I'm going yeah. in cold. <laughs> Which is usually the way to go on Dummy Act episodes. Yeah. So what if other people would like to go in cold? Well, they could walk into a freezer. Mm-hmm. Or, a, or a walk-in refrigerator if your place of employment or residence does not have a walk-in freezer. Otherwise, they can reach out to us on Facebook, where we're Slaughterhouse Princess. They could email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. They could tweet us at slaughterprince, which is Slaughter Princess with no vowels in princess. They could go to our subreddit at r slash shppodcast. They could go to our Discord server at discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com and chat with us there. Uh, otherwise, if you just want to listen to us, you can uh, find us on pretty much every podcast aggregator out there. 
We are also on your smart speakers. So if you're, if we're not, then your speaker's not smart. Smart. That's all there is to it. And uh, if you'd like to throw some money our way, you could go to store.slarosprincess.com and buy our sweet, sweet merch, which ranges anywhere from stickers to tapestries uh, and sweats and T-shirts. We have T-shirts. Uh, I think some of us own T-shirts. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. If, I don't know if Chris does. I don't think I've ever seen Chris on a t- Slaros Princess T-shirt. I don't know. I don't think I do. I should probably get no. one. <laughs> Maybe just a thought. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, if you want to be not like Chris, you can get a t-shirt there. Um, also you could back us on Patreon where, uh, we still are working on a fun little Patreon, uh, Patreon bonus, uh, which is, I think we have a concept. I did. We just need to do a little scheduling and maybe reach out to someone, other than that, I don't know. I think I would, I don't think you need to do any more work than that regarding our podcast. Yeah, that's sufficient. Yeah. We'll come back next time for Housewife. And while other podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye. I mean, I'd be fucking weaponizing the shit out of my tits.